0: Welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. You can find out about this and all of our author events at www.skylightbooks.com. At our website, you can also browse our inventory as well as order books online. And don't be afraid to follow us on Twitter or even be our friend at facebook.com. If you'd like to talk to a real person, we can be reached at 323-660-1175. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Um, we're so very happy to have, um, uh, what call, EPW here. <laughs> just, just so you know, when you're not here, EPW. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the author of Unlovable will discuss and sign the second volume in her hilarious and heartbreaking series that's loosely based on the 19 eras diary of a high school girl. Oh, you found it! There we go. Um, the uh, diary of a high school girl that she found in a, in a gas station bathroom. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Esther Pearl Watson. Hello. I feel kind of weird talking into the microphone. <laughs> so many. Um, all right. Well, um, I drew and illustrated Unlovable, and, lovable, and uh, you can forward, I have to. This is my husband Mark and my daughter Lily. We all make comics. And uh, uh, Mark and I were um, driving, we were trying to take a shortcut from Las Vegas to San Francisco through uh, Death Valley uh, one time back in 1995 and uh, we were driving my really crappy uh, car that you had to drive with the heat on, had no radio, the radio had been stolen so many times I didn't bother replacing it. And uh, we were bored out of our mind, and we stopped at one of those gas stations where it's like the next gas station is 50 miles away. So better get gas here. And and when I went to the women's restroom, there was a diary, a little tiny diary, <laughs> on the bathroom sink. And uh, you can skip on forward. Oh yes, this is the inspiration for uh, the back page cover. I really love this uh, horribly, badly drawn comic. <laughs> I, I can't ever tell if it's supposed to be like sexy or <laughs> or just tacky. <laughs> but, um, but I had always kept diaries ever since I was 13, a daily diary. So to find somebody else's diary was it, it, for me, it was like a gold mine because I just wanted to see if like, it read like my diary or if she wrote like I wrote. And the diary was already dated from the 80s, and she seemed to be about my age. And she never gave her last name or where she was from. And obviously this diary had traveled by the time it reached this bathroom in 1995. A lot of the pages were torn out. But uh, Mark and I read the diary out loud for entertainment (laughs) all the way to San Francisco. And. and it, it read so well, it read like a novel. It was just perfect, like my diaries are super boring. They're, but hers, hers was interesting. She would introduce you to characters and you wondered if she was lying or telling the truth about them. And they seemed jerky, but she seemed to like them. And she was really boy crazy and got in a lot of trouble. And, and I just thought it was like the greatest thing in the world. Um, a little bit about myself, I'm from Texas. And um, you can skip on. Um, I uh, <laughs> I don't only do comics. I also make paintings, uh, especially about my dad who built flying saucers in the front yard. And uh, so we moved often uh, when I was growing up in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is my dad um, building. He's working on his flying saucer in the garage. Um, and I had I had given him. We have very few photos because we moved. Uh, so, we moved like in the middle of the night he would come home and he's like the landlord's pissed off here everybody here's a garbage bag throw it you fill it up throw it in the car and we're out of here and (laughs) and i gave him one of the few photos that i found of his saucer and i thought he would really cherish that but he tore it up he's like this saucer design is flawed and he tore it up but he uh he was always working to improve his saucers and i was equally obsessed with drawing i drew uh i wanted to be an artist ever since i was eight and i had this world this epw world called (laughs) eric paris world and um these were my uh eric paris world was eric paris he was kind of like MacGyver and Liberace kind of morphed together and he ruled over this world of like gangs and fashion models and rock stars and this is um, Christy Willem and Tootsie and I can't tell which one is Tootsie <laughs> but uh, with, with this diary when we found it in 95 this diary was our muse Um, for both Mark and I, we we tried to sell this diary to every publishing house we could get a hold of and we even came up with uh, a portfolio that was Uh, It was a lot of collage and collaboration with his brothers, a photographer, and a lot of the publishing houses rejected (laughs) the diary for some obvious reasons, like you can't publish somebody else's diary, and um, you can't make fun of the main character, and uh, nobody cares about the 80s at that time in the 90s, nobody cared, supposedly. Um, And uh, so there was lots of reasons. So when I came out to California, uh, I decided I was just going to make my own comic. And I started, uh, I I don't really know much about comics, but I just started with an 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper and some India ink and a paintbrush. And I just started uh, drawing images that made me laugh. And I did everything I was told not to do by all the editors, and I self-published it and um I sent my uh unlovable volume one my little my little self published zine out to all the uh magazines because that's where I was getting all my bread and butter money. I was an illustrator for um, major magazines, so I sent uh this zine out and bust magazine called, and they said, "We want you to do the back page comic for us and uh uh, they actually got rid of the comic artist they had and they told me they were gonna do that and I felt really bad, I was like, just finish your run with her and then when you get tired, then you can call me. But they were like, no, no, we want, we want to publish Unlovable. And, um, and so that was, I was really excited about that and I still to this day do the back page comic for Unlovable, but here's, um, yeah, for Bust. And then um, this is volume two, Turd Alert. And uh, I would make these, <laughs> <they> <laughs> this is three, this is dog breath. Uh, I would make these and they, they cost me a lot of money. I, most of my zines and mini comics I, I publish myself, I'll go and just make my own Xeroxes, but these I made like a thousand of. And I, it cost like you know $1,500 each issue. So it was a lot of money. And uh, I set up a booth Mark and I had a booth at uh, Alternative Press Expo in San Francisco and uh, Matt Groening came by and he he said he really liked it and he was like are you gonna be around here next year with the next issue and I was like yes I will and so (laughs) so then I I was like come on Mark we have to come up with fifteen hundred dollars to do the next one um then um actually a, a good friend of ours Jordan Crane showed um an editor, Eric Reynolds, Fanagraphics, all of my issues of Unlovable, and he said, uh, he said, you really should publish this, and so Eric said, hey, let's publish Unlovable. Do you want to just republish the issues? And I said, no, I have, I have a complete story. I have her entire year, sophomore year, of high school. And he said, okay. Okay. Uh, He said, well, send me, send me that um, book proposal and I'll take a look at it. And this is what I sent (laughs) <laughs> the diary is like this thin <laughs> so I sent him this gigantic fat book dummy and um, he said let's publish it in two volumes <laughs> and so we we split it in half and it actually was good because it was easier to work on because this is the original this is original art for just volume two <laughs> uh, so that yeah it was way easier to work on <laughs> split into two. Um, yeah, you can skip ahead. Uh, that's the cover for volume two. And then uh, this is some of my uh, color inspiration and the next one too. <laughs> this is like a, just a really badly drawn teddy bear book. It, yeah, I just keep looking at this book over and over and over just trying to pull as much inspiration from it as possible. <laughs> Another uh, one of my most inspiring books to look at for reference is Mark's uh, 1989 high school yearbook. And uh, I think I've drawn just about everybody in there. And then we went, we just recently went to Mark's uh, 20th high school reunion. And I felt a little bit embarrassed because I had drawn like half of these people in unlovable. (laughs) I always thought uh, Tammy looked a lot like Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> except she's reading Garfield upside down <laughs> this, is, this is the whole cast of uh, wacky characters you can skip on this is her parents I, made, I changed her name and I made it take place in uh, Wiley, Texas where um, it was one of my favorite places to live when I was growing up a very tiny small town and everybody thought one way and if you didn't think one way then you were very you know out there um and then here's tammy of course like everything bad happens to tammy from the diary the original diary sometimes i would just pull like a sentence and then i would just like just try to stick her in the most awkward painful situation and see how she would get out of that situation (laughs) i (laughs) love i wonder which body type tammy is I think she's an endomorph <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, I don't know where I am I, okay. I don't know which one ectomorph mesomorph endomorph <laughs> one of those but <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> poor Tammy she has asked me about head lice her bank Another uh, uh, source of wonderful inspiration is uh, the Barbie and the Rockers coloring book. (laughs) I just love the type. Uh, I loved, uh, uh, Tammy has like this optimistic view of life and I I feel that when I, especially when you go to small towns in Texas, you know, like everybody's like, yeah, you know, let's go beyond expectations. Yeah, right on. And then, you know, life after that's just, just crap. <laughs> Tammy has like uh, I guess every everybody is out for Tammy, you know, out to get Tammy. And this is Shanika Rowland was actually at Mark's high school reunion. She looks exactly like this still to this day. And you forgot to change her name. I did. Most of the time. <laughs> and I made her like the kind of the jerky uh, cheerleader. She seemed really sweet though in real life. <laughs> Yeah, Um, a lot of, uh, there's always some guy Tammy's never met who comes up to her and says something very inappropriate. And she doesn't know how to handle that situation. (laughs) Yep. And her brother is uh, extremely jerky, um, all the time. (laughs) Never very supportive. She had a brother in the diary? Um, In the diary, I can't remember exactly if she had a brother. I can't remember anymore I ha- she had a friend named Spanky. yeah she did it she had a friend named Spanky which is a great name <laughs> uh, Tammy always wants to be a JC Penney's model this is like her dream right here and I actually found an ad with a JC Penney's model and I was like yes gold mine <laughs> <laughs> this is my inspiration from Mark's high school yearbook of uh, Tammy and uh, a character that I call Herb Euchert and uh, I love like right above it says you're being followed and that totally like inspired the next panel mark of (laughs) Kim and I were spying on him once we secretly followed him home from school when he got to his front door he turned around real fast like he saw us and she gives him a number eight on her guy rater scale (laughs) and in the real diary she did have a guy rater scale yep very important Um, here's Tim Starry this is my inspiration for Tim Starry who Tammy always sees in detention (laughs) after school and he's he's very jerky he always he always you know makes her do degrading things and she does it but she kind of likes him Uh, this is uh, Wayne Cummings Um, There was there was a character like this in the real diary that was he was so he was so sleazy and it was really obvious like he would give her back rubs and massages in gym while they were waiting to be assigned you know what team they were on and the whole time, like, she was, she was writing in her diary, like, oh, he's kind of cute, I think I like him, and he gave me a hug today. And you're, like, yelling at the diary, like, get away from him, do not talk to Wayne Cummings, please do not talk to him. <laughs> yep. And he's, he's kind of a combination of uh, several, several nice color senior photos from Mark's high school yearbook the fro mullet, lots of clip-on ties in the 80s, thick glasses and some facial hair, some more extensive facial hair than others. (laughs) Uh, Wayne Cummings has a cousin and he's only known as Wayne's cousin. And he's just, uh, he gives a lot of hugs and back rubs as well. And in the diary, yeah, Wayne, he, he had his cousin, which was, you just always felt like, don't go into that house with both of those guys alone. Don't go in with even friends, just don't go into that. And here he's talking about how, uh, how cool it is. He's got his tortoise shell glasses that are made out of real tortoise, dead turtle. And she's like, bull, it's no bull, I can see your nice bod, no lie. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, Wayne's cousin's fashions, I look at Cabbage Patch dolls. <laughs> This is something Wayne's cousin would wear. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, Tammy's uh, best friend is Kim, who is really just not a good influence. And in the, in the real diary, you just wanted her to get, just like separate her from her friend, who is just not nice to her, used her always used her for money or to get something. Yeah, you just didn't want her to associate with Kim. Um, and here they are waiting, they're hanging out at the uh, gas station. But, the yes, I did change the name um, to Come and Go. There are no Come and goes in Texas. I think you have to go to like Tennessee or somewhere else, but I just had to use that name. <laughs> and this is my model for uh, Kimberly Conway. <laughs> We used to know girls like this in high school. They would uh, take their lighter, they would be smoking outside, and they'd take their lighter and melt the eyeliner. They'd get it really hot and melt it, and then just like stick it on their eyes. You're, I know, was, you're just like, you're gonna burn your eye out. I know, right? She uses a lot of hairspray, a lot of teasing. <laughs> There's Kim. Kim and, Kim and Eric are always teaming up against Tammy. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is my inspiration for Eric um, Burns, who is uh, kinda, you wonder if he's Kim's boyfriend. Not quite sure, but I love, I love the little ads in the back of yearbooks that the parents pay for and they're so embarrassing and uh, really wrong. This one says, Chris started out four-wheeling at age six months. And he has continued four-wheeling most of his life. Mom, dad, and Tammy. And then they have like a, uh, a quote from the Bible. And then this, <laughs> this other girl is like, to our sweet little doo-doo, the bright <laughs> shining star of our lives, love mom, dad, and Jesse. <laughs> you are just like... Kah. Yeah, it's horrible. And then here's Eric and... He has like a, a denim jean jacket collection. I used to know this guy in Texas, that he, he, I, that was his thing. He only wore denim jean jackets, you know, these denim jackets. And uh, <laughs> here's a, a Tammy, a uh, bad poem for Eric. Your head is a, is a brick. You like hot chicks and sex flicks. Your denim jacket collection, you need to nix. Sorry, it's true. He says, quit looking at me. It's creepy. <laughs> poor Tammy. And yeah, Tammy, Tammy thinks, (laughs) Tammy hangs out with Kim and Eric, but she's kind of a third wheel and she doesn't quite get it. She doesn't quite get the moment when she should leave or disappear. (laughs) She just stays there and makes it more awkward. (laughs) In the real diary there was a, a neighbor Uh, there was a neighbor that was really really nice really nice to Tammy and the whole time you're like go for Ken go for Ken and she never quite did and and so you're just like what's up with that why you know there must be something there Um, (laughs) this is actually her handwriting if you recognize it then it's not she talked to God a lot she did write letters to God like dear God you know she w- she was always asking God to give her Ken or give her a boyfriend or <laughs> uh, and then here's my drawing of Ken um, and uh, yeah you know she's she's looking at him and here's music go to the next one and this is very much inspired by uh, Barbie and the Rockers coloring book. (laughs) I love the men in Barbie and the Rockers coloring books. They're just like, you know, giving milk to kittens. (laughs) There's lots of sparkles around them. (laughs) And then here's Tammy's fantasy world. We, when you're 15 fantasy especially for a girl is just so much more important than the reality you know so she she definitely fantasizes that one day she'll go you know she'll go to prom with Ken <laughs> and he'll have some, uh, mis- he won't have any buttonholes on his shirt so he'll have to stay open in her fantasy she's wearing a panty liner
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I, I really love this. I found this in a a magazine. He looks so like he's so embarrassed, and she just looks so like satisfied. Like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, this is another. Uh, yeah, my um, my grandparents grew up or they lived in a a small town Comanche, Texas and that also inspires a lot of paintings and Wiley, my my setting for Wiley, Texas is a lot like Comanche and the grocery store would hand out these coloring books, these coloring pages and here um, it says color the boxes blue, red and green this is how mom keeps our laundry clean, apparently dad doesn't, but in our family dad only does laundry (laughs) but uh Yeah, I love like the cute cartoon characters. (laughs) I love trying to draw cute, and I just get really cynical at some point. I just. (laughs) The grape at the bottom is like, I feel sick. (laughs) There's always in lovable, there's always like things coming out of butts. (laughs) like a happy star (laughs) (laughs) this is McFats and CB Clyde like to throw pool parties at their Hollywood mansion (laughs) and this is um, here they are seen with their special friend Tammy and other lady friends and I, I imagine, this is totally what Tammy, like teen Tammy feels like, you know, she's like in this weird <laughs> fantasy happy land with, you know, if things aren't going right, then she can make it happy. <laughs> this is, yeah. Yeah, this is the same guy that that uh, made the Cabbage Patch dolls. It, his first attempt was trying to make McFats and Clyde, C.B. Clyde, I guess. That didn't, take off very well I don't know <laughs> yeah heartbreak I really like it. here's another happy kin in a jam session I love the the type um, yeah I, I uh, actually it, it was I was surprised when I was asked to do a comic because this is my exposure to comics <laughs> uh, I didn't really read comics growing up. My dad sometimes would get us uh, comics that were in other languages. Just because he thought it was really funny, we couldn't read it. And so we had, <laughs> we had copies of Das Murphin. <laughs> we had some like, uh, we had different language, like Donald Duck, I don't know. But yeah, this was, this was pretty much my exposure to comics. So yeah, when I, uh, but I do like, I like the idea I like the idea of even like quilts, how in a way you can look at quilts and you can see how the stories are paneled out. And this is a biblical story. And uh, I just love the paneling, you know, like to tell a whole comic on something you spread over your bed. And it's utilitarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Philip Gustin, too, and I... I know that you can just tell that he's had exposure to comics and what a great way to take tiny little paintings and hang them on the wall and and see those as panels. With Unlovable I really, I I didn't want to panel out um, the book. I I didn't like the idea of having to, or being forced to work within panels so the page itself was the panel, kind of like the little paintings. I also like uh, Du Buffet. Uh, a lot and I I really I like his idea as well of like you go to school learn all you can know and then you train yourself to unlearn all that (laughs) and he was very much inspired by children's art and raw art and um, um, people who drew passionately but they were not trained and uh, and I, I like that as well. With unlovable, especially in Volume two, I got to where I was drawing Tammy so well. I knew her very well, <laughs> that I would have to draw her upside down, or sometimes with my eyes closed, so she would look like Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> this is another uh, dubuffet drawing, but I really love how like he's, he's, uh, his writing is, you know, kind of been boxed in. Especially with yeah, with unlovable too. I just I want I try to squeeze in the writing and make it as awkward the whole composition as possible. Um, I love mural paintings, very much inspired by uh, um, just crude murals, and then also the writing too. Of, and this is a this is like a great comic here too, where they have like their little balloons, and it looks like thought bubbles. <laughs> their their dialogue is in thought bubbles and. I just love the crabs in the middle. It just says, crabs, real big. Why not? (laughs) Um, for Tammy, a lot of the movies are really important. Growing up, especially as a teenager, going to the movies was extremely important and in Tammy's fantasy world, it's often very much infused with her reality. Um, so, uh, one one of my inspirations is looking at the movie posters from Ghana. and how they compose, I love the explosions, especially the explosions. But here, um, here's Aliens and, and uh, they're in, a, here in this Aliens, they're all pissed off at Tammy's uh, brother Willis for um, accidentally hitting her in the boobs. And, and uh, <laughs> says, you're gonna stunt her boob growth. You messed up big time, Willis. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I thought I would do my own version of the odalisque and uh, it is Herb Euchart offering uh, Tammy a hot cheese wedge, um, and uh, <laughs> her life changes because she sees he has a hairy butt crack, <laughs> and uh, notices that he's not wearing underwear, and she'll never think of him the same. This, is, uh, this panel is inspired after um, Artemisia Gentileschi, and she was a Renaissance painter, uh, one of the few rare Renaissance painters who studied in Rome. And uh, here, uh, it's, it's based off Susanna and the elders, and uh, the elders are conspiring to take advantage of poor, nude, beautiful Susanna, and um, they get her into a lot of trouble. And uh, I have Kim and Eric <laughs> are uh, bothering Tammy, about to get her in a lot of trouble. Tammy's like, quit breathing, your breath smells like bunghole. <laughs> I've also hidden in the diary, you may see names around and I've, I've hidden uh, names of a lot of friends and uh, people who encouraged me to keep going. <laughs> yep, yeah, Johnny Ryan's in there somewhere but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're in this is what I did is like a whole page of like how to hide names and I have hidden Frida Gossett who works here she's in unlovable somewhere you have to hunt it down <laughs> I don't even remember what page but there's a whole bunch that's just some of them. Um, I really love how a primitive American folk art painting uh, was infused with the symbolism and uh, even though mine can be a little bit more obvious, uh, this this is actually a posthumous portrait um, where they would they would paint a ship sailing off. This child is passed on. The the tree is dead is dead, and one of the shoes is taken off the child to either symbolize leaving infancy and going into toddlerhood. Um, I just I'm so fascinated by uh, those those paintings so I felt like I felt like with Unlovable I had permission to hide all kinds of different messages in uh, the panels and it made it really fun for me to work on as well. Um, I love like hairy drawn lines like people like my mom when she can't draw and she's trying to draw my picture. It it comes out all like hairy and jagged and I I really emulated that a lot but Paul Klee um, also uh, drew this way. Beautiful, beautiful lines and he also had beautiful titles for his pieces that are always really fun. And this is is a a panel of Tammy playing Truth or Dare with Kim and Eric and uh, they're trying to get her to admit that she has ass warts <laughs> so she decides to play truth and they say have you told your parents you have ass warts no. so you admit you have ass warts you just haven't told your parents No, i don't have any ass warts or any warts so you told your parents that you have ass warts even though you don't yes i mean no i don't too late you said yes <laughs> Oh, (laughs) me. This is, uh, I I changed her last day of school to make it happier than this. This was the last day of school I had written for Bust Magazine, where it says my sophomore year ended with no boyfriend and having to walk through the school cafeteria wearing the largest pad I've ever seen in my life. I hope and pray that today did not ruin my sophomore memories. (laughs) And uh, I can't draw cars, so I use um, the Hot Wheels book as my reference for cars. This is my all-time favorite Hot Wheels. I wish I had had this car. It's a pizza vet. <laughs> it's a pepperoni pizza vet. <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> I like integrating uh, all the like the product too and like the idea of like you know KFC and McDonald's and all this product that gets surrounded um, by Tammy and her world and it just it just gets infused and and then you have you know Ronald McDonald like telling Tammy who he thinks is hot Wayne Cummings is hot has a nice bod don't you think (laughs) you went backwards um, lots of triangles 80s had lots of triangles I like triangles and keep going, almost done. Back to school. That's obviously inspired by Barbie and the Rockers. (laughs) Back to school. Rockin' love. Love. (laughs) Yeah, even Lily's like, what's love? It's not easy walking into Metro Pizza for lunch because no one will drive you anywhere to eat. That's a class of ninety two it's not easy um, yeah atari um, here's mr peanut this is like a a hipper nineteen eighty nine version of mr peanut telling tammy looking- fi- looking bodacious fine lady It's very hip yes this is a a, f- a good friend of mine uh gave me this book, and uh this is just my my ending here that I'd like to encourage all of you guys to go out and make comics or draw or tell a story. And you can go touch your own pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Do we have any questions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. questions? Um, yeah. I to Diary. I found the diary in 1985. It was, it was already old. It was from 88, 89. How much of the writing is direct quotes from the diary? Uh, not that much. It is based off of. Actually, a lot of people, a lot of my good friends that I went to school with recognize themselves <laughs> more than I didn't have a feeling that the real like Tammy did. Mark is very much Tammy Pierce a lot of his experiences are tame. That ass warts, You? Yeah, we'll tell each other lots of stories. And remember. Friends of- and we'll remember someone at a party, we rolled down the hill drunk, and fell under a car and slept. It's in the... Yeah. It. it gets in there. And then friends will tell us, like, oh, there was this girl in high school that was so Tammy Pierce, and they'll tell me a story. I'm like, I gotta use that. <laughs> That's great for Tammy Pierce. So I was curious to no, know so, what if a girl in an audience is? Um, that That's was cool. my diary app. Yeah, um, right. I always tell her to bring the real diary, but she's scared. It's <laughs> <When I am. laughs> <laughs> my muse. I hate uh yes. Actually, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think she would ever recognize herself. My Tammy is. My Tammy's is very different from the real diary. In the real diary, she was she was different. She was she was more aggressive. My Tammy's really sweet and, and a lot more oblivious to the goings on around town. But yeah, uh, the real the real diary was she was a different character. She was she was borderline mean. <laughs> yeah. She did drugs. She did drugs. She was very different. Yeah. My Tammy is more sweet, and and uh, and she's different. She's very different. I did take some direct quotes, but they're very universal, and I did keep it. I like the idea of it being universal, and I have both men and women come up to me and say, "Oh my gosh, that's me." I've had uh, mothers and their teenage daughters both come up to me and say, "That's me." So I really like. (laughs) I like that a lot of people (coughs) can relate. Yeah, I, I did have one woman who was named Tammy Pierce from Texas email me, and I got me a little scared. <laughs> the but she, yeah, I was like, there's no way it could be you because it didn't take place in Texas, and it wasn't I really Tammy. Yet. Yeah. Another question. How long did you put on the diary before you started? I uh, I started working on it right away. Yeah, right away. I I wanted to tell that story. It was a wonderful story because it was a fifteen-year-old girl making obvious mistakes, and then towards the end of the diary, there are two guys that she's especially going for, and one of them is Wayne Cummings, who were yelling, no, no, don't, you know, that guy's sleazy, get away from him, and the other was Ken Edward Olson, who was so sweet and nice and. We're ch- trying to like yell at the diary for her to go for Ken, but it was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was many incarnations. It was many incarnations. It was a novel. It was, a novel. It was like the collage where we met with tv networks. We even. That's who said the the 80s weren't popular, and then And um, then. Mark and I even, we even did a whole fashion spread based off the diary for YN Magazine. We found some girl who blocked. They updated the diary thing (laughs) 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 to a blog. Who would play Tammy in the movie? (laughs) Well, there's people that want to. I don't know. I don't know. She's done some animation. Yeah, Yeah. I've done... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I made a little short film of Leslie Hall um, as Tammy. <laughs> Leslie Hall Yes, yeah. but I brought I brought with me um, the originals for for volume two, if you want to look at it. Um, and I brought the uh, the book proposal that I showed the director, just in case might be encouraging. Tell them oh about my your- God, that's all you need to sell a book. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about your next book and just talk to Fanny it? Yes, about. I'm currently working on a Lady Rambo story that scratches <laughs> It's a lot of fun. All right, thank you very much. So I'll just is I'll move this stuff out of the way been listening to the skylight books author reading series don't forget that you can check out this and all of our great podcasts at skylightbooks.com today's music was provided by ashley and arlo you can check them out at myspace or facebook or at the itunes music store thank you for stopping by and we hope to see you soon